the Intelligent Ones Football Show. Welcome in, everyone, to maybe the last episode of the football season, but definitely the last episode of the fantasy season, the Intelligent Ones Football Show. And joining me, as always, my man in shining armor, Mr. Mario Maki. D, what's up, bud? Nothing much. I heard we have a guest joining us very early as the not official yet champion, but most likely champion, Mr. Alex Sokolsky, joining us today. Alex, how we doing, buddy? Who chose that one? That was wonderful. I was going to say this. I have no clue who the hell that is or what's the name of the song. Great song. That is uh, (laughs) Champion by the one and only Kanye West. But because Kanye West is a controversial topic currently, I cut (laughs) out every Kanye part. It was just his uh, sample, essentially. I'd say Alex is pretty controversial, too, so it's fitting. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a controversial victory because the game is still not officially over, technically. That Jamar Chase, if there's anyone that could score 50 points, I think it'd be him. Yeah, Alex, in my book, you're officially, unofficially, officially the champion. Well, also I don't know. in my book. I, uh, I, think, I think you did a phenomenal job in upsetting everyone and proving everyone wrong. And, you know, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy did it for you. And CMC is the one that did it to me with Brock Purdy. You know what also makes me really happy is in the beginning of the season, you were so content with your team. And I think the only one that it was like you were kind of up in the air was Zach Ertz. And then look at the season went along. I mean, where would you have been in the beginning without Zach Ertz? And then he goes down. You got to deal with that. There you are in the championship. I know. I know. I know. I mean, Look at it. Even even if I didn't even drop Tom Brady in the last week, man, he put up thirty seven points. Yeah, you, yeah. you you played him the worst time. <laughs> you, I li- the only I li- time you didn't play him. Oh god, because I knew that was gonna happen to me. I was like, watch one of these games, one of these times, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna drop someone or not play someone, put them on my bench, and then they're just gonna blow off. That was yeah. the uh, I had the same situation in our Ming Championship <laughs> with Mr. Deshaun Watson. I had been going back and forth all week about whether or not Trevor Lawrence was going to play the full game, especially with all the reports coming out that it didn't mean anything more and more and more. And I, I left him in for Deshaun Watson, and I swapped in Mr. Gardner Minshew. And uh, me and Kurt are tied in a battle that we're never going to see the end of. So, Yeah, that's, that's the saddest part. You know, that, that loss of finality to the end of it. Yeah, um, you know, we uh, we haven't mentioned yet that last night, uh, Mr. DeMar Hamilt- uh, Hamlin um, got hit in the chest or ran into Debo or De- De- Debo. God, I'm all over the place. T. Higgins trying to tackle him and took the crown of the helmet directly to his chest and collapsed on the field. And it was, for me personally, the most terrifying thing I've ever watched in a football game by far. I've seen some pretty bad injuries, but watching him collapse and then about 30 minutes of him on the field. Um, we found out much later that he was being resuscitated on the field, given CPR and, you know, getting his heart 
back going because it had stopped. So, you know, an absolutely terrifying event last night. They, they canceled the game, rightfully so. And, um, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on that one? Yeah, just incredibly, well, sad right now. Hopefully it doesn't get to the point of tragic. Um, I think from what's happened today, things are kind of, I would say, trending in the right direction, even if it's minimally. I think that's still progress. Um, yeah, just you know, horrifying. I mean, when I first saw it, I wasn't like paying full attention to the game. And then I saw the guy on the field and I figured – like people, you know, you can tell when you've watched sports enough, like we have that, like when those guys are out there quick, like, and like the other teams kind of waving somebody over, you know, it's like pretty serious. And he was laying there. I was like, man, I, like, I don't want to see this guy's forearm, you know, like, like, what was it when Dax laying there and his ankles, like his foot's like to one direction. Like, I don't need to see all that. So I yeah. thought it was one of those injuries. And then you kind of see the replay and then like, you know, they went to commercial, went back to the replay and he just kind of drops that was just, yeah, that wasn't fun to see, you know, and people have, I, people have died in playing, you know, playing soccer, people just collapse in the middle of a game um, from just their heart giving out at some point. And people, you know, it's been on TV um, before, but I've never just seeing something like that happen live. Like you said, with all like the pomp and like, it was, it was like just such a great like it's the game started out wonderfully. I mean, Joe Burrow just moves down the field and just <laughs> zings a touchdown, and then yeah, just tragic, man. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. yeah man. I was I was playing Call of Duty with my uh, with my little nephew, and then you know I I see a text message from Dante. Oh, oh this is terrifying. The first thing that popped in my head is like, oh, probably like a thunderstorm or something because, you know, we recently had fucking bad weather all over the place. So, you know, I checked out. I was like, oh, game delay, thunderstorm probably or whatever. And then I text. I was like, so what happened? Well, what's happening? I'm not watching the game. And I see Yvonne send like a video from I think on Twitter or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, that's bad. Well, I kind of, you know, I was at uh, the bus stop bar with um... – the whole Bengals crew because it was probably the biggest game of the year and everyone was the most excited for it. And, um, you know, we all instantly make our allegations on what happened. And I go, man, this doesn't look like a concussion. Like he stood up and looked okay. And then he like collapsed in a way he didn't look woozy or anything. Like he literally couldn't breathe. He, um, you know, he went into cardiac arrest and just absolutely terrifying and, you know, we don't have to talk about it too much longer, but I just wanted to say our thoughts and prayers are with him yeah. and his family. Yeah. I just 100%. found out I just found out today that cardiac arrest is worse than the heart attack. I yeah. thought the other yeah, way I around. Mean, I, I yeah, didn't know. I really didn't know what a cardiac arrest was. I know you had to do something with your heart, but I, I always thought the heart attack was the worst, but no, cardiac arrest is worse than a heart attack. Well, they often overlap, right? Because a cardiac yeah. arrest is your heart stopping, which yeah. often your your um, a heart attack leads to that, and that's a cause of a heart attack. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely terrifying to get hit so hard in the chest that your heart stops. Yeah, I think it's also a credit to um, every like all the medical people that were there. I mean, that was you know you're not expecting something like that to happen, you know. But then to be still be prepared and like ready to go and like giving him what you know hopefully is going to pull him through CPR, the defibrillator, defibrillator. Defibrillator. defibrillator and i know they have those at stadiums you know they carry them everywhere i think i was reading they even have them on um 
what is it on like the buses even like coming over to the games just in case yeah. like that sort of situation there the technology behind them is very very um in, much improved i mean they can carry them almost anywhere they're little packages and they're very easy to to have so yeah, but again the, the medical responders yeah very yeah, very so. awesome of them to be able to save save his life i mean if, if he survives this and it's looking a lot better we just got a text right now that he is breathing 50 percent on his own and he was 100 percent on a ventilator yesterday so um it was like watching christian erickson i mean in the uh what was it i believe it was the euros yeah. he just he just passes out in the middle of the game same thing and they had the medical professionals there immediately and that's what saved his life and it hopefully is going to be the same same direction this time yeah and uh, another uh shout out to the nfl for finally getting something right i think um you know they said that they were going to give him a break to play and you saw zach taylor cross the field and go essentially i think what he said to sean mcdermott was we're not playing this game we can't play this game and um you know i saw rg3 rg3 tweet out a thing about um sending out instead of the video of him getting hit the prayer of all the teammates around him um to give him you know good luck and all that in his recovery so a very intense moment for the nfl but you know it's a part of the game and i know we've never seen it. it's only happened once before i think in like the 70s and it wasn't a hit it was just a collapse like you said with eric is in um just from exhaustion and you know hopefully demar pulls through yeah, it was not too long ago, probably in the early 2000s. There, I think it was during a preseason game. One of the 49ers linemen die, uh, died in the locker room after one of the games. I think I remember that. Yeah. Like, I don't – like, vaguely. Like, vaguely, you know. Yeah. I forgot what his name was or anything, but, yeah, I do remember it was in the locker room after the game. He just collapsed and passed away. So, well, maybe we'll find out later on Can You Beat the D. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I will say – a sad way to end the regular championships for most people, but, um, you know, well handled by the NFL again and a lot up in the air. Like we said, Alex is the unofficial official champion because he is up 63 points, I believe on Mr. Curtis Burns and Curtis only has Jamar chase and Dawson Knox left. Alex, do you have anybody left? No, but it's 65 and some change, 65 and some change. So we, we Curtis came out, like the gentleman he is and said that Alex, you you are the champion. So um, by Curtis's words and, and we'll see what happens with when they replay this game. If they do, I personally think they should just give a tie to both teams or, you know, have some sort of way, some sort of way to not play this game. I don't think that any of these people want to relive this event and um, we'll see how the NFL handles it from here. You know, it might also come down to a coin coin flip. You never know. Are you yeah, the, the game the, or the, the fantasy game. matchup? The game. The game. They might just they, they might just be saying, like, fuck it, let's go, let's go with a coin flip. I feel like I remember that happening at one point, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I I'd be surprised <laughs> if they went with that, but you never know. Because essentially, if you look at the type, like, you know, the playoff tiebreakers, that is the last thing of a tiebreaker is a coin flip, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and they, I don't think they're going to use, oh, this team's a better team, so we're going to give them the win, you know? So the only thing I can think of that they have is that the Bengals were up on them. Um, and I know they have the whole game to come back and all that stuff, but um, 
Yeah, yeah I just I think I think they should just give it a tie. There's no way you can you can do a coin flip be the difference. Now it could only be the difference between the two and three seed, but for the Bengals and the Bills, if they lose next week, I think it could mean the difference between the wild uh, home home field or wild card for the Bengals for sure. For the Bills, I'm not sure. I don't think anyone's too close in their division. No, they get close to the division 100. There's no way. I think the second, I think it's either the Patriots or the Miami for yeah. the number two spot in or the, the Jets. They're all they're all the same record actually. I think they're all eight and eight. I think so. the Jets are seven and nine, but don't quote me. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they can replay this game. So I think the best solution is to I think Dante, you said it is just give them give it a tie, um, and because there's no way you can't. It's not soccer. You can't just put a game in the middle of the week and be like, all right, go run. Like, no, their bodies yeah. would literally fall apart. Yeah. Playing well, a football anyway. game Sunday, like Thursday, and then Monday? No, you're out of your gut. It, you're out of your because, goddamn yeah, mind. It's, it's the playoffs too, right? The biggest, it, the biggest thing is literally a week away, so you're going to... And you can't really move the Super Bowl date, so it's not like you can push back that you know what I mean? Like all of that's kind of oh, already in motion. So much planning into it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Years and years and years of planning. And, and they can't move it back a week. So and I, the other I think thing, you're right. And the other thing is you can't give the first team a two weeks by, you know what I mean? And then give a whole other team, like I'll give everybody in the playoffs a week by because if they right. give back one week and then give the whoever's in the first seed two weeks, you know. That's that's I don't know that that's I don't, that doesn't seem right because if you give someone two I don't, I don't feel comfortable have with anybody having a two week bye because it's just like it's too much time. I think to play. I think the one solution is that if they were going to play, it would have been tonight. They would have just moved the game back a night. But I'm happy that they didn't, and they gave yeah. these guys time to process all what's happening to them. Um, so outside of I mean, like once you get into Wednesday night, it's like okay, now you're too close to that Sunday game, and then. After that, it's you can't like Mario said. You can't have Thursday, Sunday, or Thursday, Sunday, Monday all in one week. That's that's ridiculous. So, I think that it's very good that they didn't finish the game. I'm happy they're not playing tonight, and I'm hoping that Demar Hamilton or Demar Hamlin is okay. Yeah, same here. Same here. I totally agree. Thugs, As why don't we for, jump into your? Uh, yeah. Why don't we jump into your matchup? Well, that sounds good. All right, let's do that. So, talk us through this. Okay. How'd you do it? Well, you know, Brock Purdy, McCaffrey, Connor, CeeDee Lamb were all a lock for me starting during the start of the week, right? Because after what Brady put up last week, I was so pissed at Brady. I said, fuck him, bro. Like, you know, I, I didn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> right. Right. And then, you know, you know, I was really debating on Jalen Waddle and putting in um and putting in Richie James in, you know, and that would have been in the that would have been the better option for me. But I, you know what? To myself, I thought myself, Jalen Waddle got me here. He put up 22, uh, not 22, 20 points, 20 plus points, two, two weeks in a row. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rock with Waddle. But then, you know, Gerald Everett has been shaky for me, you know, for like the past few weeks. And I know Tyler Higby, you know, he scored what? Three touchdowns in the past two games, not including this one. So I was, I was, I was, I was going to rock with Tyler Higby, but I was also thinking of, um, Trey McBurst or McBurst or whatever his name was, but oh McBride, he had a good game too. He had twenty points. I was thinking about him, but then I'm like, you know what? I feel Higby's a little bit. Higby will put up more points, but didn't you draft him in May? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I so you know, it, it, it's always it's always nice when you have that familiarity with someone. Exactly. So I was going to, I was going between him and Higby, but I was like, 
I'm gonna rock with Higby. And I did draft Higby in the beginning of the uh, in the beginning of the year, but then I dropped him right after. So last week, me and Dante were talking about the de- which defense you guys decided to, or you would decide to play. I think Dante, you chose Jacksonville, correct? Uh, no, I agreed with you. I said um, about New go, England. You should go New England because they've just been on fire. I mean, they've scored a touchdown the last, including this week, every week. That's insane. <laughs> Number one, like how does a defense just? That's they have one, two, three, four, five, six. They have eight touchdowns on the year as a defense yeah and six in the last seven weeks i mean and and thugs went with another defense the jacksonville jaguars and they put up four more points than the patriots you know you run into a houston team that can't you know punch their way out of a paper bag which was just crazy because the the last two weeks houston team has been great for three straight weeks they beat tennessee they went to overtime with the chiefs and then they damn near beat the cowboys yeah so it's like the balls to do that, thugs, and to stick with that, I props to you. Um, again, I think a big part of that was Jacksonville really didn't play their starters the whole game. Trevor Lawrence came out pretty quickly when they got up to a pretty big lead, and even though Doug Peters had said that his guys will finish the game and lied to me, um, <laughs> they did not, in fact. Um, you know, Jermichael Hasty got a touchdown in there and a lot of the work late after a big game from Etienne. But, you know, Kurt... As much as Alex had a great game, Kurt just had a terrible game from all his guys. It really must hurt to see guys that have got you there, guys that are averaging. Like Saquon was averaging 17.8 points, and he put up seven, so 10 less. Dalvin Cook, 14 points, only put up six. Dak Prescott, who had kind of been resurgent um, in the last few weeks, you know, kind of dueling it out against a really bad Tennessee team only put up 14 points with a lot of turnovers. So just really hurts for Kurt's team. You know, his leading scorer was Tyreek Hill followed by the New York giants defense, you know, and um, just tough to see it. And again, doesn't get to see what happens with Jamar chase and Dawson Knox, but he's uh, a long way away from winning this one. Yeah. And even if you look at his bench, I mean, nobody, I mean, you switch out Watson for Dak. I mean, that gave you, what, seven more points? You know, Taysom Hill, are you going to play him over Dawson Knox? Not necessarily. So I can see why he would have gone that way. I mean, you're not going to play Latavius Murray over Jamar Chase. Um, yeah, he had, to write, he had to write his guns, and they just – damn, they all fell flat. Yeah. I'm I was watching those – watching I, those ga- – I'm sorry, go for it, Thugs. I was like, I got pretty lucky because his running backs really didn't do anything. Like yeah. nothing, his running backs didn't do nothing, and I really got lucky. After I saw Saquon put seven points, I'm like, actually, I might have a shot at this, you know. And then Dalvin Cook putting up six, while we have McCaffrey putting up 31 on the other side is just like, you know, it just came down to it. My players showed up, Kirch didn't, you know. Yeah. That's what it came down to, and and it sucks to be Kirk. Cause I I saw Kurt on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day too. And I told him, you deserve this more than anybody because you did everything possibly right to get a championship, to win something, to win a championship. You know, did everything right. He did the trades. He drafted correctly. And it just it just sucked. You know, his, his players just didn't show. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, two really good teams in the championship. And that's why you guys are in the championship for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. When, but, when you want your big guys to show up and they show up, that's, that's who's going to win. And that's... uh. You know, uh, that's what CMC did for you. And I'm sure Kurt 
is okay with the only player on your team truly going off with CMC because he's has him and Ming against me. And that's the only reason he's even in the game with me. So <laughs> how about I was so close to not even drafting CMC in the beginning of the season. Who are you thinking of? I was thinking about Austin Eckler. I mean, it's not really like you'd be in a worse position right now. That is- you'd actually probably be better. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Eckler has been a monster all year. And I know, well, it depends on what would have happened from there, but yeah, he put um, up 32. Eckler, oh, wow. Eckler finished as the one, so you you uh, you wouldn't have been bad in either spot. But maybe, you know, that's what's crazy is you never know what happens. Like maybe you get the one seed like Dong and Austin Eckler doesn't have a big week after the bye, and that's why you're out. So it's like it's crazy. And I was talking to you um, earlier in the year, six, right around Thanksgiving. I was trying to trade you for CD. Um, I was looking at our text, and I, I offered you Debo Samuel when he was healthy off his big game and Christian Watson off of his three big games for CD and Darnell Mooney. And, you know, you, you even told me, you're like, that's not a bad offer. I just, the Niner has, Niners offense has too many weapons. And, like, if you make that trade, that's season season ending, right? Because you would have lost Debo and Darnell or, and... Um, CD Lamb. And Darnell. Uh, he, and Darnell Mooney went out, but I, I would have lost Mooney. You would have lost Debo. Um, but I don't, I really don't think, yeah, I don't think you're here without CD lamb having his couple of monster weeks, the last couple of weeks. And like you said, Jalen Waddle. So good on you. You played mostly the right guys, you know, dropping Tom Brady was a little bold. I don't know if I would have dropped him as much as I would have just left them on the bench, but you know, and I was actually really surprised that you went Tyler Algier over uh, Jarek McKinnon. I know he had a down week last week, but in a plus matchup versus the Broncos, who just got gashed on the ground, and he's had ten plus every single week. So, but you know, yeah, it's just I felt more com- more comfortable with Algier because you know the past what two three weeks he you know he was he was very very consistent you know, and you know I you know I I could have saw you know Isaiah Pacheco getting you know more carries more points. Than McKinnon this week, you know. Yeah. So that's why I went with Algier because I knew Algier was a for sure thing. McKinnon for me was up in the air, but you know, McKinnon did score what six more points than Algier, but you know, yeah. even a whole bench went off. Man, New York, the New York defense, McKinnon, freaking Richie James. So, and, I, and, I, and I had Young Ho Koo. I, I had a kicker too because I didn't even know who I wanted to start: Young Ho Koo or Patterson. <laughs> so, here's a question. Who's been your favorite player on your team the whole season? Do you really gotta do you really have to ask me that? Other than the obvious. Oh, other than the obvious? I was gonna say I don't think it's obvious. It is obvious. CMC, bro. Come on. Really? Over because yeah. he, he kind of fucked you early on. I was gonna say I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be because half the year was in Carolina. CD Lamb, you know. Yeah. No. Because you have C D Lamb. I know we made that big trade in Ming, so you have him in both leagues, and he's I mean, he's no. been C- CMC when he got traded to the Niners, he was obviously my favorite, hands down. You know, yeah. there's okay. there's no way I don't give a fuck. C- uh, CMC could have scored freaking 15 points every week, he still would have been my favorite. Right. You no. Know? So who know. after? So who after CMC? It was CD Lamb. I think that's fair. CD Lamb was my honestly, um, coming wait drafting CD CD Lamb was my favorite player, uh, since day one, coming out coming um, yeah coming out the draft didn't miss a yeah. game other than the bye week. Yeah, and and was solid. You know, just I think he's gonna finish as the wide receiver six on the year. So yeah, you know, yeah. And hey, 
like all my players just showed up. Like if you look at the past three weeks of all my players, every single of my players showed up in the playoffs. Like even CC Lamb, 19.7, 34 points against Philly, 21 points against Tennessee, you know? I mean, yeah, and that's the big question, right, is what team gets hot at the right time and your team was the one that got hot. I think that applies to regular football too, is what team is going to get hot and who's going to be the one to uh, make that push. You saw it with the Bengals last year. They got hot at the right time. Your team got hot at the right time. That's all she wrote. There you go. Yeah. I hope the 49ers mimic your fantasy uh, <laughs> rhythm here. You know, going what into the playoffs. You know what I was thinking, man? I, w- I was thinking this like two weeks ago or even a week ago. I was like, if I win the fantasy, the fantasy championships with Brock Purdy and CMC and then the Niners win the Super Bowl, I can die peacefully the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can die peacefully. Oh, no, that's, no, no. That's after dedication, folks. After, after the parade. I'll, I'll be able to die peacefully after the parade. There so let's uh, caveat. let's let's dive into that. I want to go into the playoffs and what what happened this week because I I know um, the Cowboys not just from you guys but everyone was getting a lot of flack that they had a couple of close games, one with the Tennessee Titans and with the Houston, and losing to Jacksonville. But the Niners, I think they showed a couple of cracks in that defense, allowing thirty four points to the Jarrett Stidham led Raiders. Hey, that um, dude, dude, he looked like a baller, bro. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Gino Ragusa. A good percentage. I mean, I, I I really thought that the Niners weren't going to give up any points. Um, you know, a couple of big plays from Devontae Adams, and a, but some good throws from him for sure. But what do you guys, after this week, what are you thinking for your Niners? What, what needs to be worked on? Where do you think you guys are going to finish? Who do you guys want to play? Who are you thinking you're going to play? Well, you know, I mean, I was kind of, you know, happy and unhappy. I was like, because, you know, when you've been watching Brock Purdy play for what, the past, what, four or five weeks or something like that, he's he's always played with a lead, with a comfortable lead. And I wanted him, because I knew that was not going to happen in the playoffs. There's no way you're, you're, you're going to be up 21 points every freaking single game going into the third or fourth quarter, right? Yeah. So I was kind of happy seeing him that he had to come back from behind, even though it was a Raider defense that he was going up against. But at least he has some experience coming from a 10-point deficit, you know? So I'm not worried about on the offensive spectrum at all. But a little bit on the defense, you know, Lenore got torched. Lenore got torched by Devontae Adams. Yeah, and it really makes you miss Emmanuel Mosley. You know, he's been out for most of the year at this point. You think about how even more dominant their defense would be with him. I mean, you know, one of the biggest – I'd say one of the bigger uh, facets of their game that they – that you need to think about, you know, as a 49ers fan is like, how well is their secondary going to hold up? And we saw, I mean, you know, they added Ward in the off season and he's done incredibly well. He's really, you know, shorted up a bit, but with Mosley going down, plus, you know, Hufanga has his lapses in coverage. Uh, it, it's all, it's seemingly won a game at this point. Um, yeah. But that secondary is definitely something to think about for sure. Yeah. He gave up that touchdown on Waller. The first, the first was it? the first touchdown by the Raiders. It was uh, Hufanga blown coverage. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, it's it's like a Jimmy G interception. You're expecting one a game. Or, you know, also <laughs> a Dak Prescott interception. You're expecting two a game. Damn, that's hurt. At this point, with our with our pass catchers, sure. I'll take it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I to answer your question, D, I think, um, no, I'm not feeling any 
different about the Niners D. I think they're very capable of doing this. The only thing would be when it comes against a, you know, a good offense, which you are obviously going to come upon in the playoffs. I mean, the Raiders aren't, you know, they're not no shills. I mean, I know the week before they didn't have necessarily a great outing, but they are, they have a very good offense. They finally have all their weapons back. Waller caught a touchdown pass. Um, Renfro was back in. Adams was doing his thing. Josh Jacobs is Josh Jacobs, who I think Nick Bosa said is the best running back he's ever gone up against, which, I mean, that's some pretty high praise right there. Um, So it makes – and they've had double-digit leads in, like, what, five, six games, whatever it is. I mean, granted, they've blown them, but that's, you know, neither here nor there right now. But, you know, they're they're, – I know they're – their record doesn't really show it, but I think they've been a better team offensively. I think their defense has just really failed them. The Raiders. Oh, yeah. What? Are they, what, the 32nd defense in the league right now, or what? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah I think they are the worst in the league, which is why, you know, it, it made me feel very good. I texted the group chat. I said that Brock Purdy um, drive at the end of the game to get that field goal for Robbie Gold, even though he missed it. That's got to make you feel really good. You know, he takes um, – did he take a sack on the first play or he, he had a bad – he got pressured and threw it away? Or what, what happened on the first play? It wasn't like second and 15. Uh, I don't know. He didn't get sacked because no sacks were given the whole game. There was no sacks by the offense or defense the whole game. But, oh, really? Yeah, no sacks at all. That was crazy. Even, yeah, Max Crosby on one side against Matt, uh, Mike McGlinchey, which held up – he held up his own. And you have Nick Bosa going up against, I don't even know who any of the um, Raiders linemen are, but, you know, Nick Bosa not getting a sack is pretty big too. So kudos on the on the Raiders' offensive line. But I believe it was, um, yeah, I think the first play he, it was, it was what? He was scrambling and he just threw the ball away or something like that to get yeah. a 15 or something like that. And then he found Ayuk um, twice. And then CMC had a drop pass. I remember that. And yeah, I, you came a big game, uh, big this game too. He had like over 100 yards. He's what I want to say he's like 64 yards short of a thousand yards. So hopefully he gets that next game, but we'll see. Yeah, and I think I think my biggest question with the Niners now um, is, you know, can Brock Purdy do it against a better defense? Because, like you said, the Raiders are the 32nd defense, and like you know, this is how playoff football is going to go. It's not. It's a whole different level. There's a reason that no rookie has ever even been to the Super Bowl. Um, and we'll see what happens. But um, this game, I think, more so for the fact that it didn't mean as much to the Niners because it feels like they're probably going to be the three seed, maybe the two seed, depending on the Vikings. But even with a loss here, you guys were going to be the three. Um, and I think what it shows is a lot of teams, what a recipe works to crack the Niners defense because yes Jared Stidham did have a good game but there's a lot of quarterbacks that can do what he did and I think the scheming from Josh McDaniels was impressive honestly he got a lot of guys open he got the opportunities for Darren Waller and uh, Devontae Adams to get to that point and I know that those are two of the best players at the position in the league but if you can get to those guys and everyone has one in the playoffs right you got Justin Jefferson you got CD Lamb you have AJ Brown. I mean, there's in the NFC, there's tons of guys like that Devontae Adams level. And can they get over the Niners defense in a way that makes them 
you know, deadly because 34 points from the Raiders. And I, like you said, Mar, I agree with you. I think their team is better than the record, but you know, their offense had been kind of stagnant pretty recently against some not as good defenses as the Niners. So different quarterback. I, I do think there is something to be said for when you play a team that is playoff bound and in, in the lead in their division teams show up, you know, these guys, they want to show off on the biggest stage. And this was a very, very big game for the Raiders players because who knows who's getting brought back next year. There's so many questions about Devonte Adams, if he'll stay because Derek Carr is most likely gone. Like, well, they had to guys even, are going to, they had to win yeah. to even stay in the playoffs. You know, I mean, they still, they, if they won, they're still in the playoff race as of now. I mean, you know, it, it, it was a outside chance for sure because they had to have so many things, you know, fall into place for them. But yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. They were definitely playing for something, like you said, next season for their playoff contention. And I think they showed out. I think they had a very, very good showing. They just, they did what they've done all season, which I don't like McDaniels as a, as a coach personally, but. They have a Raiders are going to be in an interesting spot because of all the turnover that they're going to have, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah, going back to that Niner defense, I mean, if you look at if you saw the post game conference uh, from the Niners player from Niners defensive players, especially Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa even said, "We won't uh, underestimate any team again." You know, so that tells you that Niners defense thought this was going to be an easy cakewalk for them, but it wasn't. So they, I think they had they let 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 their foot off the gas, you know, early, and then they were just they were just playing catch up. Yep. Because our defense, because we were down by what ten points in the set in the second half, so our and our defense made some stops. I mean, we four. I mean, they had the play right. They had the game winner. They had the interception yeah. on for the game. Yeah, we. I mean, we forced two punts. We got an interception. Wasn't the Drake Jackson interception when they were down ten? No, we we were down uh, three points at that point. Three. But what happened? Devonte Adams scored that long touchdown, and then that's when Brock Purdy came back and handed off to CMC for to, for that touchdown. So that's that's when we were down by three points, and then that's that's when that Drake Jackson interception came up. If you go back and watch that play, it's the sideline camera of the play where um, Devontae Adams breaks open and he's just he's wide the fuck open. If you look at that play from the sideline, you will see every single Niners secondary player in a straight line. They look like a defensive, like a back four in soccer. Just I've never seen a line so flat in my life. And it's like, yep, all right. No surprise somebody's just going to – somebody as good and as smart as Devontae Adams is going to realize, hey, nobody's back there. Let me run that way. Exactly, yeah. Well, because are you talking about the, the – are you talking about the touchdown that he's – the long touchdown he scored? Yeah, the scramble, like Stidham went oh, to yeah. the left, I think, and then Adams was running his route and he realized, oh, hey, there's nobody back here. Let me, let me fill that space. Yeah, I'm. I, I think I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody on, on the Niners secondary realized that Adams was gonna go, because they were like, "Oh, Stidham's rolling out. Let me hit him." And you see Hufanga just fucking laid him out. Yeah, but, yeah. I thought Stidham had a great showing, and like you said, the Niners weren't really prepared, weren't expecting it. Got kind of popped in the mouth, and you know had to claw back into it. Yeah. Okay. Well, how, so, about, how about the boys? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think it's been the same story for a few weeks. We've turned the ball over a lot, but the fact that we've won two of them is I'm happy with. You know, we should have beat Jacksonville, um, you know. But again, the our interceptions weren't – like one was fully on deck, right? And he's – like you said, he's got two a game. But 
I mean, there was one, it hit Peyton Hendershot clear in the hands, as clear as he caught it. And he like fumbled in his hands and just tipped it up and gave it to the defense. Like there's nothing you can do about that. You just got to hope it doesn't happen in the playoffs and that these guys hold on to the ball when they gets it. I mean, hit right in the freaking chest, like a beautiful ball. I'd ask for it every time. So um, you're used to asking for balls, aren't you? <laughs> very much so. But regardless, I, I think uh, it's very important that the Niners had this game and that they won it um, for their morale, less so than the standings. But now I want to ask, what team in the NFC that's currently in the picture do you want to play the most and the least in, in what any round? Like, what, what team are you the most afraid of and what team are you um, the least the least afraid of? Um, to be honest, the team that I'm least afraid of are the Vikings. I'm, I, I think they're frauds, man. They're they, they, they've been cl- they've been cl- what's call They've been what? How many one one possession wins? How they have like 11, 10? 11 and zero in one possession okay. games. Eleven one one possession games. You know why? I think it's because they have the worst defense out of all the other teams. Yeah, their defense is a cakewalk. But it, the other thing I think is you can take out Justin Jefferson. This is the third game this year he's been held under 50 yards, maybe even more than that. I just know the Cowboys and the Packers held him to like one catch each. So, like, you just bracket him. You just put your best corner on him and then put a, a safety to help. And they have nothing else. Like, K.J. Osborne and Adam Thielen ain't getting it done. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree with that. That's why I'm not scared of them at all. That's why well, didn't they also? I think they also lost a couple offensive linemen, which doesn't help. I think they lost what two in the game. I think one like got hurt when they yeah. were chasing down the interception that got returned for a touchdown. Like you, you just saw him run, and all of a sudden he's just on the ground, flat tire. Like I don't actually yeah. know how serious his injury was, but he just went down, no contact. Yeah, I think another big thing about the Vikings is is the fact that Kirk Cousins is still their quarterback. And like he's had some great moments. I but... disagree. I oh, man, he looks so bad in that game. I agree, so but he, bad. But they need to, like I really think the offensive line not giving them time, like is a huge well, part of that. That's like, what I mean. They lost. They lost their. They lost one of their offensive linemen for the year last week. And my big thing with Kirk Cousins is yes, he's he's honestly he's very similar to Jimmy G. If everything's right, he's fine. But Dude, when he gets any sort of pressure, you saw him like, I don't know, he he could have one thrown it away, the ball and the fumble. Like he like spun around in a circle because he was, I don't know what he was doing, fumbles the ball. Then he had that, I mean, it was one of the worst interceptions thrown of the year. He just threw it up in the air, not even like a Hail Mary, just threw it right to like three Green Bay Packers. There wasn't a receiver within 10 yards of it. I don't know. I think one of the worst interceptions of the year was Dak throwing the ball to what did you say the guy's name was? Half and shit, uh, hitting him right in the hands and popping. Oh, that out. was a bad. That was a bad. That was a receiver interception for sure. Alex, does that still count as an interception? <laughs> I mean, it uh, got got Kurt minus two points. Oh, it. shots fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you you know what? You're not wrong. Um, and that's that's. How the cookie crumbles sometimes, but yeah, I think uh, I, I definitely agree with the Vikings. Now, who, what team are you most afraid of? Do you think could have a good shot at beating you guys? Honestly, if we if we if we're the number two seed and Philly's a number one seed, 
I don't want to see this the Seahawks at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's just because it's a divisional game. We already beat them twice this year, and I I know I made a big spiel about it last year. I hate. It's hard to beat a team three times in one year. It just really is. You know, I I, I don't want to play. Hard, it's hard to beat a team twice in one year, let alone three times. Exactly. And you know what happened last year against the Rams? We lost them in the NFC Championship game. So if if Jalen Hurts plays. I am most like, you know, and I think all signs are pointing to him playing. I think them gunning for that extra, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he plays this week. I haven't seen any updates on it, but I mean, it's you play him this week and then do you give yourself another week of rest after, or do you go Minshew and hope that they're able to pull it out? Who are they playing? The Giants, right? They're playing the Giants. Do you think the Giants are going to rest their starters? Starters. That's that's also you know they could start they could pull a a pull a Jaguars where they start their starters and then pull them halfway through. Yeah, but I think if they get up, they will. But only if they're up because this is it's different when it's in division for sure. That's a big difference. And even more importantly, this is like really, really big for Brian Dable. And I think he's that kind of coach that very high T wants to get these guys feeling good going into the playoffs. I mean, they got a shot to upset a lot of people with their defense plays. Well, Andrew Thomas has stepped up on their O line immensely. And I I really do think that the lion or the giants, if they get the game they want, which is run the ball first, Daniel Jones doesn't have to make too many crazy plays. They can control the game and win the game just by gritting it out. So um, I think the giants probably want to play this game and punch the Eagles in the mouth a little bit when they're down. I also think Jalen hurts is probably not the most important player missing for the Eagles right now. Um, in the sense that they just lost Montez Sweat, who has been an absolute monster for them all year, and Lane Johnson isn't going to play. So that in combination with Hurts, Lane Johnson is... I think Lane Johnson getting hurt is worse than Sweat getting hurt, only because, what is he, left tackle, I believe? It's harder to replace a left tackle than, I mean, they got like three other guys on the defensive line that have 10-plus sacks. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lane Johnson is the best left, left tackle in the league. Um, by almost every metric, he's he's the front runner for all pro first team. Like he's just been unreal this year. I think he's allowed half a sack, something crazy like that. Like he's just been ridiculous. Hasn't blown a coverage, and you see guys like that go down, and you see the whole line start to crumble because they're the leader. Luckily, they also have Jason Kelsey at center, who is also one of those leader type of roles and also an all pro level talent. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Lane Johnson missing. I think it's just as impactful as missing Jalen Hurts because you saw last week without Lane Johnson, there's a lot more pressure on Mr. Gardner Minshew. And Lane Johnson played almost the entire game versus the Cowboys, and we only got pressure on Gardner Minshew when he went out. So that's two weeks in a row of Lane Johnson missing, and you're seeing a lot more pressure on the quarterback. But to go back to the original question, I am if Jalen Hurts plays, I am most scared of the Eagles. If Jalen Hurts for some reason doesn't play, I think I am most scared of the Cowboys only because what the Cowboys offense has been able to do. And on a good day, their defense can really send shit up. They haven't done it in a while, but they still have the guys to be able to do it. Now, having home field advantage, I would have a lot more faith. But just as a pure offense going up against our defense, even though I think our defense would do well, I think Dallas has the firepower and they've shown just the rhythm throughout the year to be able to get it done. 
Yeah, and I, I echo that statement 100%. I think my biggest fear in team that I, but I want to play you guys the most is the Niners. I mean, they, their defense has been elite most of the year. It's been a couple of weeks throughout the year that you guys collapsed against good offenses. But listen, if you got Nick Bosa and you got that amazing group of linebackers behind him, Eric Armstead coming back as well, like you guys have so many guys that can get it done. And I think Dallas does as well. And I think that'd be a wonderful matchup. Um, you know, like I saw the McGlinchey post about going against uh, Max Crosby. That's got to help his confidence to hold a guy like that to no sacks. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think the Niners team is probably the team I want to play the least. The Eagles are tough because the Eagles, even with Jalen Hurts, it's that divisional game. Um, and I think that we play each other really, really tightly, no matter what. And I, I don't know. I, I think that if they played each other, it would be just a coin flip on who's going to win. Whereas the Niners, I could easily see just, you know, getting so much pressure on Dak that he starts throwing those picks again. And I don't, I don't think the Niners defense is going to allow for the Cowboys to come like, like they have the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I, it's going to be fun to see how this fleshes out. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for Week 18, though, to see if we get to number one, the Cowboys can get to number two, and then Eagles can drop down all the way to number five. So we don't, guys, we don't even know how the playoff seedings are going to go. So Have you guys seen if Hurts is going to play? I have yeah, I, I, I think he's expected to play, yeah. Um, they said that he wasn't going to play last week and he'll be probable for this week just because they need him. I mean, it's it's a huge game for them. Going from one to five is the biggest drop. Plus, you, you want that buy, right? I mean, for, forget just the buy alone, just not having home field advantage from having literally home field advantage to the Super Bowl to not having any at all. That's that's the travel plus the buy is really important. But, yeah, I think I think it's uh, very important. I don't think they will lose this week. Um, I think they're that kind of team. I think Nick Sirianni has done a very good job with them. He's coach of the year, if you ask me. And, um, yeah, I think I think that the Eagles will end up getting the one seed. Part of part of that is because no, I think it's been 16 years in a row that the NFC East has had a different divisional champion, and if the Cowboys win it again, it won't, it will uh, end that streak. And I just there's something there's something at work there that you <laughs> can't see. So, um, well, history is meant to be broken. All right. What about in the uh, what about in the AFC? What's the team you least like? You least likely want to face as a Bengal fan you mean no oh or just <laughs> um i think the Bengals are the best team in the afc after after last night and just going right down the field on the bills uh they're the hottest team they're just like the niners they've won eight in a row um and they've beaten some really good teams i think they're the best team in the in the afc as it stands today if fully healthy i want to see what happens without lyle collins he didn't really get to see it last night but he is a huge loss for them and yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but also let's let's not just glance over it. Last night makes a big difference for both the Bills and the Bengals. I mean, that seeing that on the field being one of those teams, how does T. Higgins respond? How do the Bills respond? A lot of the times in sports, you see a tragedy occur to a team, and they you know rally around it and and compete at a higher level for it. So the Bills are definitely the number two for me. I think the Chiefs have taken a step back a little bit. Um, but they have this guy named Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the NFL by a mile, if you ask me. And uh, is, if he's on the field, 
you got a chance to win every single game? Me personally, so I'm speaking from a Niners perspective going into the Super Bowl. I do not want to face the Chiefs at all. I would <laughs> I would face the Bills. I would face the Bengals. I mean, it's, it's going to come down to the Chiefs, Buffs. I mean, the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals. Who's going to make the Super Bowl? I don't see any other team in the AFC making the Super Bowl but those three teams, right? And then look what Casey did to us at home. I mean, I'm, and then look what they did to us in the Super Bowl, freaking, what, in 2019, 2020. You know, I'm still kind of scarred by that. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, just Patrick Mahomes, he can do what the fuck he wants to do. And, he'll, you know, I'm really not scared of the Buffalo defense or, you know, Josh Allen. I feel we can, you know, we can handle Josh Allen. And honestly, the Bengals don't scare me at all. Against the Niners. You said at all? At all. They don't scare me. Holy smokes. They don't scare me at all. Breaking I, news, folks. I, I feel we can we, we can freaking beat the Bengals, no problem. Dante? Possession game. I, I, you know what? That's just... He's terrified <laughs> of the Chiefs, yet the Chiefs have never beaten the Bengals with Joe Burrow. I mean, it's just like it doesn't make any sense. I think... People are sleeping on the Bengals heavily. They have a much better defense. No, than the Chiefs. I don't think anybody's sleeping on the Bengals. Well, let me put it like this: Alex is heavily sleeping on the Bengals. <laughs> I think. I think if they played in the Super Bowl, but I again, I I really I I I don't think the Niners will make the Super Bowl. I don't think the Cowboys will either. I think it's just one of those years where it's going to be one of those weird teams coming out of nowhere, getting hot at the right time, I and they go on a run I as much as. As much as I want those, you know, I I just I I don't know. Maybe it, it could easily be one of us, right? Like I'd give the Niners the slight edge currently, but again, I don't know. I I think Alex, you're you're thinking too much in the past of the Chiefs. Um, even this year when they beat you guys, I think that was a little bit different of a team than they have currently. They've been kind of exposed recently, going toe to toe with the Texans, and then last week in a nail biter with the Broncos. Um, and yeah, I think, I think we'll see what happens, but yeah, I think my order for the AFC would be Bengals, Bills, Chiefs in that order. I would go Bengals. I would go Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. I would go Chiefs, Bengals, Chargers, Bills. Are you saying teams through four teams that you don't want to face or yeah, the Chiefs are the least, the team I least want to face. And then it would be the Bengals, then it would be the Chargers, then it would be the Bills. And I think, it, you know what's going to be fun? I'm just looking at this right now is uh, if everything stays the same, Cincinnati plays Jacksonville in the first round. And that would be, I think, I want to see six, I want to see Cincinnati versus Jacksonville more than I want to see Cincinnati versus Tennessee. God, I hope Tennessee loses. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, no, Cincinnati won't play Jacksonville. There's no way. Because they'll both be division winners. Cincinnati, Jacksonville. It'll be three and four. Uh, if Cincinnati loses to the Ravens, then they may play in Jacksonville. They'll be the five seed, I believe. Mm. But um, as it currently stands, I believe it is Chiefs one, Bills two, Cincy three, and uh, Jacksonville four. Yes, and then so, you have Chargers at five, and then Baltimore at six, and then you have the Patriots at seven. Uh, Baltimore is five. They're ten and four. No, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking They're at. They're both ten and six, and I'm looking at. The oh, they're standings. both okay. So they have the tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the Chargers have the tiebreakers because of. Oh, Baltimore lost this week to the Browns. That's right. Yeah. Chargers look good, man. Plus, they got uh, Joey Bosa back. That's huge. 
Yeah, Chargers are good, man. They're they're one of those sneaky teams that can get like. But I I feel the same in the NFC. I feel like, you know, if if Giants get it going right, they could be trouble. The Packers Giants, are Giants are the... I know the. Sorry, yeah. no, go for it, D. I was gonna say I know you Niner fans are. <laughs> you want to play the Packers more than everybody because uh, you blow them out every time. But um, you no, know, I'm, I'm the sure. opposite with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are owned by the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, so I don't want to play them at all. The team I least likely want to play in the NFC, like out of kind of the lower seeded teams, is the Giants. One hundred percent. I'd agree with that. No, I I agree with you too. But but I'm I'm thinking because we're going to be there. I don't I don't see us going to the three seed. But I'm I'm speaking wild card though. I'm saying if we play in the wild card, then I I don't want to see the Seahawks. Alex, let me put it this way: we're not losing the two seed. <laughs> you guys won't. You guys won't lose to the Seahawks, dude. Come on. It's the fucking Seahawks. Yeah. Yes, they had a great early start to the season, it's but you guys will blow them out. And then it's so hard to be a team three times. I think we would be. It's I think we would be get the Seahawks. a Rams team three times. That's a good team that you guys just own. But I mean, come on. The Rams last year they won the Super Bowl. If you don't win the Super Bowl, I don't think anybody has the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl this year. They had a great, great moment. I think it's over. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. Like they have a long shot out. They have to have Detroit win and they win right i think no i think they're a dangerous team i I like like thugs you know playing them against just playing them twice in the year you know you you watch them you've seen them we we've battled with them over the years they've gotten the best of us over the years and it's just a team they they've played like you said d way above expectations but at the same time i mean they're still they're still doing their thing they're forcing turnovers they got a good secondary you know they they lost um oh man i can't remember there was a really big lineman in the middle I don't know if he's back yet, but if they can get him back, you know, they, they just get... lost one of their best defensive players too, right? Bryant is out. I'm not sure for the year. I think they just lost somebody big. I saw that. So Yeah. And I, but I, their offense, you know, it, it does help that um, Tyler Lockett broke his finger, you know, and it's only been what a couple weeks, I believe something like that. Three weeks, maybe. Um, I think we, especially not playing in Seattle, I think we would have a very good chance. That's why I think, you know, how important it was to lock up that two seed, which they're, they're going to do. Arizona will not beat us. But you see the weather though, it's going to be pouring rain. So, Oh, on Sunday? On Sunday. So anything can happen in the wet and the pouring rain weather. Arizona will not be beating us. That's what we said. about. So here's, here's, here's the question I'll ask. What team Life on the line, right? This is your life on the line. You have to attach your name to two teams, one in each side, and and pick the winner of the Super Bowl. What is your Super Bowl matchup today? And we'll do this again next week. But what is your Super Bowl matchup today, and who wins? Either one of you. Uh, Alex, why don't you go first? You're the champion. I'm going to go with the Niners and the NFC. And in the AFC... I'm going to go with um, either Cincy or Buffalo. So the team you're most afraid of isn't going to make it? it yeah. It feels like you're just picking a team to get out of the way. No, I am I, I don't think Casey's going to make it, but I don't want to face Casey. If that okay, so you're going who? It's going to be between, between Cincy or Buffalo. And I think, I think Buffalo will get the edge. So it's going to be the Niners versus the Buffalo. Buffalo and there. Niners beat Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay, Mario, your prediction? I want to say it's Niners. Well, Niners, I think, are coming out of the NFC. And I think 
it's like 51%. I think the chiefs are going to make it 49%. I think the Bengals are going to make it like, I'm so split, but I just, I barely favor the chiefs only because they're going to have home field advantage. But I also recognize that to Joe fucking burrow, that doesn't really matter. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I still give it slightly to the chiefs. Okay. Which scares so going, me because, like those, I don't want to play the fucking Chiefs. I don't want to play who, my home. So, who wins? Niners versus Chiefs. Who's winning that game? Go oh, Niners. So, you think you both think the Niners are the Super Bowl champions? Yeah. Wow. That is uh, okay. Um, I will go ahead and I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles as much as it pains me. I think Lane Johnson is due to come back, and I think that they are the most well rounded team. Um, and I don't think the Cowboys will end up playing them. And I think that's probably the only team that's going to beat them. Um, and yeah, so I'll take the Eagles out of the NFC playing the Buffalo bills out of the AFC and I'll take the bills to win the Super Bowl. And I just, as, as it stands today, I just don't think the bills are like good right now. Like I think, the, I just think the other solely, teams are better. I'm going solely off the fact that they just had a massive tragedy happen. And I think they're just going to be unstoppable as a team. They're going to rally around this massive thing last night. I mean, it happens like you saw with the uh, New Orleans Saints. They had a hurricane Katrina happen. They won the Super Bowl. They were the best team all year. And I think the Bills are just going to rally around DeMar Hamlin. And I think that's right. Like, I think that's it, it. You know, when something like this happens, you either bond together and get closer or you fall apart. And I don't think the Bills are the type of team to fall apart. I think they're all very close. You saw them all crying on the sideline last night. So I think that this is going to be, you know, a big thing. And like, you know, imagine when he comes out, right? If he if he makes it, eventually he'll be, I mean, it's two months away. Hopefully he'll be able to attend one of the games and be on the sideline and be a massive motivation for these guys. And yeah, I think the Bills are going to, I think the Bills are going to be the champions this year. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope it's Bengals, Cowboys, Super Bowl, Cowboys win by one. <laughs> there it is. Now we know where the allegiances really stand. Uh, no, I, I hope. I, I'm, I pray every night. I pray for DeMar Hamlin and, and the Cowboys, Bengals, Super Bowl. But Where's the Super Bowl this year? Arizona? Arizona? Of course. It's, it's in Arizona like every fucking three years. Yeah, well, you got it. It's great down there. No, it's wonderful. It's so smart. Like it's the best that's if, if you don't build a dome, you're not getting the Super Bowl. Like it's that fucking simple ever since I I've said it before, ever since that Miami game where it was pouring rain and it ruined the product, they will never go back. I can't see how they go back to it. Like you have to play in a dome. You can't chance it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why Buffalo doesn't want to do a dome stadium. Yeah, also, part of the Alex, part of their character. You, is are you guys at home this week? Yes, we are. Oh wow, I didn't know you guys were at home. Yeah, we're at home and it's pouring. There's no way you lose that way. There's no way it there's is no supposed to pour. But there's no way you lose that game. There's Although no those are the ones that you're like, oh shit, that's the one we lost, right? No, because no, everybody de- said there's no way you lose to Jarrett Stidham, and it was closer than we thought. If it rains, the defense might force eight fumbles. Like I think they're just <laughs> going to kick the shit out of the fucking Cardinals' offense. Is, is Debo back? Look, look what happened week one versus the Bears, bro. It was fucking pouring rain in the monsoon. And yeah, yeah, but that was, but that was Trey, a totally Trey different Lance. team. That was a whole was different Trey team. Lance, the dude. defense wasn't as like supplanted as they were. Like they've done their shit. Plus, coming off last week, they're going to want to dominate. Like I give the Cardinals like a half of one percent chance. 
It's not even people trust division game. Division games can go either way. We yeah, and the Cardinals have been good against the Niners historically, at least the last five years. And the other thing, the Niners are undefeated this year in divisional games. How often do you see a team go undefeated in the division? Not sure, but you're about to see it. <laughs> How often? The last time I remember it was either what the Patriots or the Cowboys. Cowboys did it two years ago, but yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, – or three years ago, sorry, Thugs. But yeah, I just – yeah, it's it's going to be a tougher game than I think you're thinking, Mar. I I I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be close, but I do think the Niners will pull it out. Well, I never said it'd be a blowout. I just said we, we're going to win. I have no doubt we're going to win. We're favored by 14 points. <laughs> yeah, we're favored by 14 points to win that game. So it's one of those trap games, though, man. Oh man, yeah. at home, relax. But luckily, you just fell for the trap game last week, and you ended up pulling it out. So yeah. anyway. I think we jump into the final, can you beat the D of the year? You guys ready? Yes, sir. Let's get it, baby. And now it's time for, can you beat the D? All right, gentlemen. So since I have already played Mr. Sikorsky in Can You Beat the D?, I thought it'd be only fair for Mario to get a real shot at beating the champion. Let's go, baby. Let's get into it. It's going to be hard. He's the champ for a reason. <laughs> I came up with he some, knows his shit. some pretty good questions, but we'll see. We're going to start it off with you, Mar, since you are the host. You are the home field advantage. Who originally drafted Philip Rivers? Can I answer that question, please? Nope. The one thing I learned in listening to all these quiz quizzes on podcasts is take your time. Yeah. Don't blurt out the first answer. I love believe how instantly knows it. Yeah. Believe it was the because I believe they traded Eli Manning for Philip Rivers. Was that it? So I'm gonna go with the New York Giants. That is correct. The New York Giants is the correct answer, and it was that crazy trade where Mr. Eli Manning refused to play for the Chargers, so they gave up Philip Rivers. Hey, worked out for him. Yeah, it, it, it worked out for both of them, honestly. It worked out. That was one of the few trades that works out for both teams. Well, yeah, when one quarterback gets two Super Bowls and the other gets zero, yeah, I call that working out. No, but Philip Rivers was their best quarterback that has ever played for um, the Chargers. No, and how many? Out, don't and you wait, ever. how many? <laughs> How many Super Bowls does he have to show for it? <laughs> How many Super Bowls do the Chargers have to show for it at all? That's my point. Out. Okay, forget that. <laughs> That's exactly brother. my point. <laughs> quarterback for the Chargers ever was Phillip Rivers, regardless because none of them have Super Bowls. Thugs. Yeah. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. Just ask anyone on any team that has never even been. There's been like four teams that have never been to a Super Bowl. It's really hard to do. Yeah, it is. Okay. Who is the all-time touchdown leader at the tight end position, Alex? At the tight end position. I want to say Tony Gonzalez. I, I want to say Tony Gonzalez. But why is there someone trying to – is there somebody else? I don't know if it's either – or Antonio Gates. It's either Tony Gonzalez or Antonio Gates. I know that for a fact. 
Antonio. No, yeah, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates. Those are my top two choices, and I'm gonna go with Tony Gonzalez. Can I guess? Oh, you're you're gonna you're yeah, Mark, go for it. I'm gonna go Rob Gronkowski. So Rob Gronkowski has the most per game, but no, he's not even close. It is Antonio Gates with oh, one sixteen. And Tony Gonzalez with one eleven. Oh, I knew Antonio Gates just played a little bit longer, like fifteen more games. Did he a... did he retire with the Chargers? Like did he yes. break that with the Chargers? Yes, he yes. did. Yeah. But uh Rob Gronkowski had like ninety three in like 120 games or 140 games oh like so if he played as long oh my goodness it was ridiculous dude i was like oh travis kelsey's got to be up there he has 72 and he's played the same amount of games right he's played like 30 less games than uh rob gunkowski but tony gonzalez and antonio gates they played like 200 plus games each it was crazy damn (sighs) all right one oh mario didn't think i'd be saying that mario I mean, that was just the wrong side of the coin on that one. That's all that was. Yeah, fuck, dude. It was a 50-50 shot because I knew they were they were close up there. I, both of them were close. They were right next to each other. That's and why so I they- asked it because you 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 had because Tony Gonzalez is the greatest tight end of all time, right? You gotta say Tony Gonzalez, otherwise you're gonna kick yourself in the butt. <sighs> Jason went and cracked the top ten. I just want to make sure that. Wow. Um, can you name Mar four? Out of the six wild card teams from last year's playoffs, and once you say a team, you can say them. But once you confirm a team, that's it. You get four guesses. So you can't go. You can't give me six. You got. You got four guesses. Okay. So let's see the NFC. I'm gonna go with the. Did we? Oh man, did we win the division? I think we won the division. <laughs> Think we beat the Rams, or was it just the, we beat the Rams to get into the playoffs? We played in LA, so that would mean LA won the division. So I'm going to go Niners were one of the wild card teams. Okay. Who would have been the other one out of the West or the the NFC? I'm like struggling to even think of divisions. It's so tough, dude. You get put on the spot. I know Alex was punching the air when you said, did we win the division? Yeah. I am. I already know the answers. I'm going like (laughs) totally blank and I'm just trying to like fill in the gaps with like. Well, why why I said if you give me one wrong, you lose is because there's six available. So you got to get four, but four on the money. You give me one wrong answer, you're out. Right. So Niners for sure. Okay. Who else do we have? I'm trying to even think who else is in the fucking NFC, dude. Holy (laughs) shit. So you got the Broncos, not even close. Who made it out of the West? Kansas City made it. Did the Chargers make the playoffs? No, because this is Justin Herbert's first time. And the Raiders didn't make it. Did the Raiders make it? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God, Mario. <laughs> so who's the other team? Did the Broncos make it? No. I genuinely can't think. I'm just thinking out loud at this point. I'm going to give you another minute, Mar. A minute? That's too long. Tampa Bay. He's got to come up with three more teams, six. I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go the New Orleans Saints. 
Is that final one? guess? Is that? Yeah, final yeah, guess. So that is not one. So you cannot go, but I'll give you the chance. You got 40 seconds to give me the other. Did the Titans win the division? I think the Titans won the division. So that would mean. Did the Colts make the playoffs? No, the Colts didn't make the playoffs, did they? Let's go to the Colts. Also incorrect. Yeah, that's tough. I was just blanking on even just like teams. I was surprised because two of them were in the NFC West. All right, can I go? Yeah, go for it, Six. The one seeds were the Green Bay Packers, Tennessee Titans. The, in the NFC, in, in NFC, NFC, Niners, Rams, Cardinals, Eagles. Who are the wild cards, though? Wild e- cards only. Yeah, wild cards. There's only one. There's six teams in a wild card round, right? Yeah, so, but three on each side. So there's only three wild cards for the NFC. So who are my three wild cards? There are three wild cards. So Niners, Rams, and Cardinals. Was also no, Rams won the division, so that'd be incorrect. What do Alex, you mean, Alex? Do you understand the idea of a wild card? Oh, are you talking about non divisional winners? Yeah, that's a wild card. The wild card is the three teams that didn't win their division but had the best record outside but, of it. But they did. They did play in the wild card round, though, right? Yeah, but the wild card teams, the team, the wild card teams, the ones are the who didn't win the division. Seven. Is this oh, up for debate? Holy shit! Okay, okay, okay. You're right. So, it's, so it's Niners, Eagles. And the Cardinals, and on the, the other NFC, side, that's correct. Yep. And and then the other side, it was the Raiders. Yep. It was. These last two are the toughest ones. Did I say the Raiders, or did I just not confirm? You it? said there, there's no way the Raiders made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you said that. So it was they the, played the Bengals in the first round. Yeah. Oh, was that the? Oh, because they beat the Chargers in the last game of the season. Yeah. that's right. They did. Then it was the that then it was the Ravens, right? No, incorrect. Incorrect. Okay, I don't know. That I'm just gonna give it to you because we're running over it. The Steelers and the Patriots. Were oh the yeah, other two. Big, oh yeah. Big Ben fucking flamed out. That was pathetic. Yeah, it was like as big. And but the Patriots, you never think of as a wild card team, and they right. got blown out. By Buffalo. I feel like if I was looking at a list of teams, I feel like I would have been able to get that more than having to like think the teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's why I said I was like, it, it, it sounds easier than you think. But even yeah. Alex would have gotten it wrong because he didn't get those last two. Right. So, um, all right. All right, Mar. So you're, you're, uh, you're up 1 0 still. Alex, this is to tie. Okay. Which team averaged the most points per game in the Super Bowl era? Wow. Which team averaged the most points per Super Bowl? Or I'm gonna say that one more time. No, no, no. Which team averaged the most points per game in the Super Bowl era, which is is since the Super Bowl was a thing. So nineteen sixty seven plus. So which team because there was one I wanna say it was like the Bears averaged like sixty points a game versus a bunch of no names, you know? Okay. I don't think it was the Niners because I know we held we when we beat the Bengals there were low scoring games but we did beat the Chargers forty nine we scored forty nine fifty five against the Broncos. no 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 not in the Super Bowl I'm confused over a season which team has the most points per game oh I see what you mean okay I said Super Bowl era so that just means sixty seven or plus it has nothing to do with the Super Bowl oh okay I see what you mean okay damn. Um, 
Uh, two teams that come in my mind: the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs and one of the Tom Brady, Randy Moss Patriots. Those are two teams that I'm coming down to that stick out in my head. Oh man, this guy's gonna be so mad if he picks the wrong one. <laughs> I have them. Oh my god! This is like the second time. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say you had him. Uh, see the Patrick Mahomes or the Tom Brady. Oh, fuck. I mean, I'm going to go with the Tom Brady, Randy Moss era. That is incorrect. Mar, you want to take a stab at it? Now, are you saying the one team in one season or just the organization from 19, what, 67? No, no, no. One team, one season. So he was saying, Alex said the 2007 Patriots. Right. Yeah. So it it was one of the other teams, like a year team. Yeah. I know that's confusing how I word it because I said Superboy, but I'm gonna go with where the where the 2000 Rams on fire. I'm gonna go the 2000 St. Louis Rams. Wow, how about it was the 2013 Denver Broncos? Was that Peyton Manning with like the 50 that was plus Peyton Manning touchdowns? With the record-setting yeah. 55 touchdowns in a year. Damn. But you guys named the other four top teams. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it was the 2000 uh, two, the 2007 Patriots I believe were number 2 followed by the 2000 Rams followed by the pa- uh, the Chiefs. So uh but number 1 was the and they averaged anybody want to take a guess at how many points they averaged the 2013 Broncos? I go 34. 30 something plus points a game have to be. I'm going to go with 32. 37.9. That's insane. Jesus. They were scoring 30, that's five touchdowns a game. That is ridiculous. Damn. Anyway. So. Uh, Can you even name that, their starting running back? Uh, wasn't it? Um, Ronnie Hillman. He passed away, didn't he? Was it Hillman? No, he wasn't the number one. Because all I remember, they had what? Demarius Thomas, right? They had Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. And, Was it Emmanuel Sanders? Was it? They had Eric Decker too, didn't they? Eric Decker as well, yeah. But he was towards the end. Okay. Uh, they're running back. I don't know. They're, they had a few. Did they have... Um, yeah, because I, I wouldn't Hillman be able to tell you. And, um, I think it was Ronnie Hillman. That was, that was their, their one. No, they had somebody else. What do I feel like they had a running back that was kind of like a Cadillac Williams sort of name? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Something like that. Really? Um, Anyway, we'll go to the next question. And while you guys are thinking about the next question, I'll look it up. Okay, so still 1-0 Mario, and he's got the question. You get this one, Mar. It's game over. Let's go, baby. And I'm only giving you about 30 seconds to answer. Let's get it. So you can't take your sweet – you could take a little time, but not too much. Yeah, yeah, What is the name of the first ever episode of the Intelligent Ones football show? Oh, boy. Not a fucking clue. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I was going to ask Alex, but then I was like, oh, if Mar misses this, that'd be great. That's absolutely not a fucking clue. <laughs> Alex, do you know? You had no idea. Huh? Not all the intelligent ones. <laughs> Let me guess. Let me Mar, guess. You got, Let ten, me... you got 10 seconds. Let me just. Uh... Oh, man. How deep is your love? Incorrect. 
it is repertoire and mar. Oh, that's it. Oh, repertoire. Because I misused the word repertoire. That was wonderful. That was a good one. Oh. That was a good one. That was a good yeah, one. I figured that'd be pretty funny. I knew if I asked Alex, he had no chance. But I got a tough one for Alex, too. So it's not over yet. Alex, what team had the nickname No Name Defense? And I'll give you the hint. They played before 1990. So previous to 1990. Previous to 1990. No name defense. Uh-huh. Was in the Chicago Bears. Was not the Minnesota Vikings. Because the Minnesota Vikings were the purple pe- the purple people eaters. Great name. Probably uh, the greatest name It really name ever. is. It really, yeah. really is. That one and the steel curtain are the are my two favorites. Yeah. Also, Dallas Doomsday defense is up there too. Legion of Boom is, I mean, as much as I hate the Seahawks, Le- Legion of Boom Legion is up of there. Legion of Boom is a dope name. Yeah. No name defense. I don't. No think name it defense. It wasn't the '85 Bears because they were called the '85 Bears, or you know, I think. I were they called the '85 Bears? They were called something. I don't know. I don't think they were just the '85 Bears. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking the '85 Bears. They were just in general the no name defense between who had a no name. Uh, I'm just thinking of super. I'm just gonna go with the Washington Redskins. That's who you're going with. I was thinking them too. I mean, I don't Mark, know. Any, I don't know any other team that made the playoffs. Let me give you a hint because this is a tough one because it's back. Think of the greatest teams of all time. Is this a Dallas Cowboys answer? No, no, no. Just think of all the greatest teams. Like, what what teams do you think of when you think of greatest teams of all time? 85 Bears. Niners. But I I would have known, I think, (laughs) hopefully. Was it the 85 Bears? Also, C.J. Anderson was the running back. That's it. That's it. CJ Anderson. Was it the eighty-five Bears? I have honestly. Uh, Monty Ball was number two, followed by Ronnie. Oh, shout out Wisconsin. Uh, Oh, they had no Sean Moreno. Tom Moreno. Okay. Damn, I have no fucking clue, bro. No name defense. What was it, Monte Ball? You said right. Monte Ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, six. I'm, I'm pulling the plug. You got one last guess. Cincinnati Bengals. Incorrect. It was the 1972 Miami Dolphins, the un- only undefeated team in NFL history. That's a good one. That's a good one. Damn. I struck out 0 for 3. All right. We'll give the tiebreaker question just for fun. You guys ready to text me? Yeah. Let's get it. Because this but- has been such a great showing for me and Alex. <laughs> hey. I, I came up with tough questions because it was the champion. I wasn't going to give him no layups. He he didn't miss one versus me, so I felt pretty. Uh, <laughs> he had him, yeah. bro. Um, okay, Mar, Alex. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys have the most playoff games played in the NFL history. How many games did they play? Playoffs. Closest wins. I might be one over. No, Alex. Oh, okay, 
Mario, you would have won the tiebreaker. Mario said 64. The answer is 64. What do you No talking? shit. Let's go. Alex said 16. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably because I misunderstood the question. What did you think I meant? Alex, I don't think you understood a single one of these. <laughs> I was so confused. Was it that? I mean, Mario got it on the dot, but how did you how did you misunderstand that? I wrote it down to make sure it was very clear. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys have played the most playoff games in NFL history. How many games did they play? What what was confusing to you about that one, Six? I was I was thinking about uh... <laughs> this guy won the fantasy football league. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little confused here. All right, I was thinking about. Um, Are you thinking about love... playoff wins? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and that's you thought funny. Out of out of out of all their wins, they had 16 wins, being the most ever. I feel like Tom Brady won 16 in one year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, Lamar, I mean, wow, what a guess! Hit it right on the dot. You know, I think it's, I think it's because I've looked up like stats like that for you know these questions. You know what I mean? So I think I've just tried to obtain some sort of knowledge. I thought it was low. I, I sent it immediately, and then I was like, oh, it's not in the seven, like low seventies, is it? No, it's sixty-four, and Green Bay has sixty-three. Yeah, and the highest winning percentage is the Patriots, and they have like yeah. A eighty something percent win percentage in the playoffs. It's freaking ridiculous. I mean, yeah, they won so many Super Bowls in such a short period of time. I mean, you know, relative to the history of the NFL. Yeah, they won it in one generation. With one guy. With one fucking guy who kisses his kids on the mouth. <laughs> anyway, Mario, congratulations on winning. Can you beat the D officially and beating probably the best player? At can you beat the D and the best fantasy player on the year? Well, if you know, I mean, I, thank you, thank you. If if he understood the questions, maybe I would have had a little bit of a uh, <laughs> tougher matchup here. But yeah, it's 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 nice regardless. Oh, boy. All right, I really am on the spectrum, and am I? Any uh, <laughs> a little. <laughs> I mean, that was not any, a year. <laughs> any closing words for you, Alex? Uh, I'll give you the floor now. That if you want to sponsor anybody, shout out anybody. It's your time as the champion. Uh, I like to thank myself, myself only. Oh, actually, I want to thank Danny because he's the one that motivated me to become. <laughs> After talking so much fucking shit in Ming and North Beach, how much my team suck about my trades. So yeah, I like to, I like to thank Danny for this for this uh, fantasy win. He just wanted you to follow in his footsteps of last year. <laughs> no, he did not. No, nah, not a fucking chance. Not so close. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Thugs. Well, well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, round of applause. Thank you, and I also want to thank you guys for having an awesome, awesome podcast this whole this whole season, keeping everybody entertained. I thought you didn't listen. I I started listening two weeks ago. We got him, D. We got him <laughs> in, the, in the playoffs. He started listening when it mattered most, which means <laughs> you know that he was itching. <laughs> Thugs, on behalf of me and Dante. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, there was one thing you did say that kind of I was like, you're um, one of the podcasts. You were like, the only reason Alex got into the, to the playoffs is because he played McKinnon. I didn't even play McKinnon into the playoffs. He was on my bench that week. I remember. Who, me or D? That was Dante said that. I wanted the podcast episodes. I forgot which one. 
Oh, I thought you. I did. I only started McKinnon in the playoffs. I never started him in the, in the regular season. Really? Yeah. You I mean, know what? You didn't start Alex... him against me when you when I beat you with the Rashad White touchdown. But um, Alex, you I better you be right. Him the week before. What? Alex, I said you better be right because you better believe Dante's immediately searching this, if not already. No, search it up right now. I promise you, I didn't start. Jerking no, I believe you. I believe you because really? I know you started him in the first week, and that's how you. That was a big part of why you moved on. But I know, yeah. I know, we played each other in the final week of the season, and I. Um, I didn't play. I beat... No, you didn't. And and no. not the final week, the second to final week. No, because um, I thought you played him versus I, Jesse. Yeah, I I didn't pick up McKinnon until the final the final um the final regular season game. Hmm. Oh, that's right. You had Damian Pierce. I forgot about that. Was yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. He he was a big part of your success in the first round, though, right? Yes, he was. He was greatly successful. He was the RB one, I believe. Um, anyway, with that, we'll wrap up the show. Alex, thanks a ton for coming on. Uh, sorry you did not win Can You Beat the D, but you are the champion of the North Beach Fantasy Football League. And uh, as many people doubted you, you proved them all wrong. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Congrats, thugs. Thank you. Appreciate it, boys. All right. The, we'll the, talk to everybody next week. Hey, Dante, does this mean I can be an intelligent, the, the intelligent ones group chat now? Uh, we can talk. Yeah, about let's that just off let's just end the show right now. <laughs> Adios, boys. All right, boys. See ya. All right, bye. The Intelligent Ones Football Show.